Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and... Tobois Harris. Tobois yeah. Harris. How you doing, Toby? Toby, I'm alright, You're mate. looking brown. The I am looking The brown, sun eh? has been out and it's the been... guns have been out. No, guns haven't been out. I don't have any guns. You've got the good old sock line yes. going on. I've got sock tan. The PE teacher sock line. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. No, I'm looking good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. Uh, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the ladies say anyway. Mate, before we go and on, we've got our oh, messages from our supporters. Yes, we do. Di's got in contact with us and he's thanked us for our views on how to get kids in rugby. Um, but it was him that recommended the breakdown. So, Di, thank you for thanking us. That's all I've got to say. What, what, what does he mean by recommending the breakdown? So I remember last week I mentioned that there was a fantastic podcast that someone recommended. Right. It was Die. Ah, so I see. So Die is a legend. I can't even remember what we talked about last week. It's all yeah, a blur, mate. It is. It's all a blur. <laughs> yeah. Crikey. It's a treadmill of, of days just rolling into, they into do the other. indeed. Do you want to go for the Twitter mic 364, mate? Twitter mic. Ah, Toby. In last week's pod, you said that you would put three hundred pounds on Fiji to win. <laughs> if you knew they would, if you knew they would win, surely you would put more money on. Come on, boys, make hay while the sun shines. And I, I said, I've even put a comment here. <laughs> I can't even afford three hundred <laughs> quid, Mike. Yeah, so. I'll, I, be, I, I'll be I, scrambling I, on anything I've got. I have to say. I, I was pushing the boat out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of this as well, and I thought, well, yeah, maybe we can't afford 300 quid, yeah. but surely you could go to other people and say, look, listen, Fiji are going to beat England. I need uh, more money. 
No one's going to lend you any money <laughs> when you Not say Fiji's going to win. I need to. I need a loan. Ma- oh, the bank. Uh, excuse me. Can I have a uh, twenty dollar loan? <laughs> can I have three hundred pounds to bet on? Can Fiji? I please have a loan? Yeah, we'll just type in your details. Uh, you can borrow two hundred and fifty pounds. Oh, brilliant! I need three hundred. <laughs> Come on, Mike. <laughs> We're not all rich like you, obviously. Obviously, yeah. <sighs> but, you know, you uh, that was a good question, wasn't it? How much would you pay to see Fiji beat England? Mm. Oh, I stand by my £700. Stand by. You went, you went large. You do I went large, mate. Me, so that's fine. I like this one. This is um, the Razzler, the Dazzler. <laughs> so, uh, can I just say? No. The Crusaders played on the weekend, and they won. Yeah, they did. They had a very good win, actually. They had a very good win, but it wasn't enough. No, unfortunately. And I very quickly received this email did from you? the Razzler Dazzler. Damien, just checking in on you, mate. It must <laughs> We're be, not mates. <laughs> it must be an odd feeling for you with the world turning upside down, as next weekend we will see the Super Rugby Grand Final without the Crusaders involved in it for the first time in five years i know this probably doesn't make sense to you you're not used to the anyway i'm not going to read anymore razzler dazzler, you're, you're razzler dazzler. That, hey? all i've got to say is i'm in mourning i'm in mourning razzler dazzler uh it feels empty and hollow but but i would say this i think the the, the, the two teams that are in the final thoroughly deserve to be there. Can I just say, it also says at the bottom of the email, on the other hand, too, on the other hand, two of Toby's three teams, thank you, thank you, uh, he'll be over the moon. Hope he's gracious winner and not gloating too much. To be fair, I haven't, have I? No, you haven't. You just I've been quite good about waiting it. for this podcast to do that. But No, I would never do that to you, Damo. <laughs> I would. No, it hurt. I have to say, I, I was really hurt. And I may have sworn a few times at the TV. To be fair, though, the Crusaders gave it a bloody good crack. No, they didn't. You, you don't reckon? They they, they've Mate, given they it, played some fantastic rugby. I'm given sorry it, they They've did. given it a great crack over the past three weeks, but they didn't need to. At key times, they might. Anyway, we're not going to talk about that just yet. No. Uh, thank you very much for all your... Um, emails there a little time for a plug Tobes if they'd like to go and support us what can they do Uh, they can share they can like they can subscribe Uh, word of mouth is fantastic review they can review five star review or two and a half star let's say three should we say three yeah yeah, you can go do all those things, and we much appreciate it we're now actually on um, social sport aren't we we are on the social sport Podcasting, sports social? Sports social. We're not even sure no. we're on. <laughs> One of those two. It's owned by Global Radio. Yeah. The biggest radio conglomerate Is in it? the whole wide UK. That's a big word that you've just used. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't want to repeat it. <laughs> I think I did it decent the first time. Uh, talking about support. Yeah. Breaking news. Yes. but Well, it's helped uh, by Super XV, isn't it? It is. A great website where you can Beautiful find all your Super Rugby clips and yeah news they and do a good that. video actually that's where i watch my um highlights that's where i watch my highlights, the highlights. i never actually watch the game do you watch the highlights and then put them in your hair <laughs> that was dumb 
Mate, over to you. First <laughs> breaking news. Bowden Barrett's back. When you say he's back, do you mean he's going to play in the final? I think so. Oh. Anthony Black has had an injury. Oh, Yeah, so wow. Anthony Black. So it says, All Black star Bowden Barrett uh, has made a surprise return to the Blues training as the Auckland Blaze franchise uh, sweat over the fitness of their first five, Autity Black. This is like Bloodgate with uh, Harlequins, eh, where he, 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 he ate the, the, um, the blood pill. And basically, they've gone to Autili Black. Yes. Mate, you got a sore calf. You got a sore calf. Oh. You hear me a bit tight. Was that Nick Evans? Was it Nick Evans? No, it no, wasn't. No, it was Nick no. Evans' team, wasn't it? It was Nick Evans' team, yeah. yeah. Uh, so... That, I mean, it, is, you know, it, is it a good thing? Do you do you would you rather? It comes as Black was struck down by, a by training, lightning, by a training <laughs> injury that required urgent <laughs> medical attention <laughs> to the lower leg with a lower leg issue. So he's in they doubt to even, play. They haven't Absolutely even named, named the injury. They're still nah. still working on that one. Lower leg. <laughs> uh, so we'll just say, listen, we'll just say he's got a lower leg injury. That'll be fine. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> so will he play? Uh, yes. yes, I think he will. But is it a good thing? Like, But then I you... just, I've put here also... It would be good to see if he's actually up to scratch. You know, the level of rugby that he's been playing hasn't actually been that high, and he's been thrown into a, a Super Rugby final. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say, mate. Comment. Would you rather just keep your team that's been performing well or throw in a global superstar like Bowden Barrett? Or, or Tilly Black's been kicking really well. He can kick. He can kick. He can get the ball off the tee through the posts. Bowden Barrett can't do that. He can't do that. No. Not consistently, anyway. No, that's right. Mate, Over to you, Mush. I re- I've got some stories here that give everyone that's a little bit older a bit of hope. Right? I would have. I would do 10 to 12 hours. We've got no budget for it, but it could lead somewhere. Basically, this story is about Ian Costellio, who is a coach. He's a coach at uh, Wasps, and basically he got into coaching, and he did it for free for a start, and that led to him getting his first role at Monster. Right. And now he's going to go back to Monster to take on, I think, the um, another big role there. And I just thought it was a really good story how, you know, he was obviously doing doing his own thing, and then someone just said to him, listen... We want you to come and do a little bit of coaching. We've got no money for it, but can you do, you know, 10 hours for us on skills? And he said, yeah. And he basically wanted to put out there, if you're a young coach or you're a a coach, you want to get into the game. It's about doing and taking every opportunity. I think that can go a long way for saying about players as well. You know, I can look back at my career and say, I should have left clubs arguably to go to another club, but I always felt, you know, obliged. obliged to stay. Mm. And when people were off me, I was like, no, 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 I'm happy here. Actually, just take opportunities when they come. And he's gone from, you know, doing a free job at Munster to getting a paid job at Munster. Then he's gone off to work in the championship. And now he's working in a premiership and he's going to go back and work at Munster. And I just think um, really good on him. I love that. I love that story. It gives us all a little bit of 
little bit of hope. It's good though, isn't it? You know, he's done it out of the kindness of his heart for a start. Yeah. And then he slowly built his way up. What I like is he said 10 to 12 hours for nothing and he ended up doing 20 days here. 20 hours for nothing. <laughs> They're leaning on him there, eh? That's <laughs> poor, that's poor from the wasps, to be fair. No, that was Munster, mate. Oh. That was Munster. Poor from them. Now, you've got a story Munster. about the Farah Palmer Cup. I have. Mate, every single game is going to be televised in New Zealand. That's a big step forward, isn't it? Huge. So all on Sky Sports, I believe, and all 44 games in the competition are going to be televised. Because this is the Farah Palmer Cup is basically the, it's basically the, the Mitre the, 10 Cup. It's basically the, the female Mitre 10 yeah. Cup. I have to say, last year I watched the final and it was a great game of rugby. Now... Going back to one of the questions, Di, Di, Di talked about, you know, about getting kids into rugby. I reckon that'd be a good day out because the tickets would be literally nothing to go and watch the girls play. And it's and it's good rugby. And it's good rugby. It's arguably a little bit slower, which I think for kids means that it's a little bit maybe, maybe a bit easier to pick up what's going on. Could be a good day out. Good day out. I'd get down there. Yeah. And it Get says here, um, this is several years in the making with research showing more than 70% of Sky Sports viewers are interested in women's sport. What will be interesting is, will this... Fair, I'm, actually, I'm actually quite shocked that there's not more. M- more people interested. More people interested in female sport, only 70%. But it's, it, no, you know... I'm not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not shocked by that, because if you, if you asked... If you, if you ask 10 people, yeah, to be fair, if you ask 10 people, I was to be surprised if seven said, yeah, I'm really interested in it. Yeah, because, I mean, I suppose in New Zealand, yeah, it's slightly different. But if you were over here and you said, if you said 10 people, are you interested in rugby, then yeah, no, you wouldn't yeah. get 70% no, people. that's right. You know, football. And then, I don't know. I, I think rugby in New Zealand is obviously a game that both female and males enjoy watching. It's something you brought up with, isn't it? And so. I've put here, it's great to see, are we the first country to do this? Fully televised. Fully, well, even I like don't know. Partly televised. I've, I haven't seen any other than England, like the female Six Nations. I've I seen, seen club any, rugby. I've seen club rugby in England on TV. Have you? I couldn't name the channel, but I've seen it on TV. Not consistently though, eh? No, not consistently. Like, you know, big matches, semi-finals, final type yeah. thing. I've not seen anything like this where they're going to play all 44 games. It's good though, isn't it? What would be interesting to see what, what package they put with that. Do they do the, you know, the, the all the commentators? Yeah. How many camera angles? You know, is it going to be like a dad with a camera? No, you know? sure, surely though, it's the full Monty. You know, the first game is at Eden Park. Yeah. Uh, mate, great! I'm all I'm all for it because one of my questions to you is about females and rugby later on. Yes, in the that's pod. right. Yeah, but yeah, get get the girls involved, especially with everything that's going on in the game with concussions and rule changes and all these things. The more rugby on, the better. You know, get 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 the Definitely. game back in people's uh, eye lines and 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 show that you know it's not. It's not something that we need to worry about per se. 
this is a really interesting story. You're going to love this. How Charles Piertau can still play for Tonga despite missing out on the National 7 squad. So there's a loophole in the system, Tobes, Yeah. that uh, Fekitoa, because he's not made the final or the semi-finals, has not got a clash. He can now go and play in the Tongan Olympic qualifying can he? sevens tournament. Uh-huh. And because he plays in that, he's then eligible to play for Tonga's 15 oh, side. really? Now, Charles Piertau, because he's going to be in the semis in the final, means he's not going to be able to represent Tonga in that qualifying tournament. Which then will mean that he can't represent them in 15s? That's right. So, but there is another loophole. Oh, my gosh. So, if Tonga win that competition, yeah. then he will be able to go... Because then he'll go... To the Olympics. Because he'll be able to go to the actual Olympics. So it's pretty amazing, isn't it? I mean, Fikitoa and Piatau playing for Tonga in yeah. the Sevens squad. I mean, Sevens is a different game, but in the 15s, they'll make a huge difference. Unbelievable. Piatau needs to be back in playing for the All Blacks. Well, that's what I kind of thought. I thought, you know, because really, if he wanted to, he could, he could, he could say, you know what? See this bag that I've got on my shoulder? It's full of money. Yeah. See the bag I've hidden under the bed? That's full of money. Yeah. So do you know what? I've got loads of money. He's I'll go back mil- to New Zealand and I'll play for the All Blacks. He's getting around a million pounds a year. Yeah. And, that's, and he's been here f- for a few years. Yeah. I mean, how how many million do you need? Obviously a lot. But you, but seriously, how many million do you need? How old is he? 28? Uh, yeah, I think we've... We looked this yeah. up, didn't we? Twenty eight. So I think he's still got. He could make he's my age. Could he make the next World Cup? No, this is it, isn't it? He's an outside back. He's not going to go on for another four years, is he? No. Thirty four year old playing in, at fullback. Nah, this is it, isn't it? I suppose because of that, Tom is uh, his could, best. He bet. could move into the centres. Maybe good he's enough. good enough. He's good enough. He's got a full range of skills. Yeah. So if Tonga win that competition, then he can still go. And I think it'd be fantastic. I'd love to see those boys playing in the next World Cup yeah, for Tonga. Yeah, definitely. In the red jumpers. Doing the hacker. Right, mate. mate. Super rugby. Clark. Go on, mate. <laughs> I can't pronounce it. <laughs> Dermody? Yeah, D- I will give you that. Yeah. Anyway. Highlanders' uh, current head coach, um, and you know it's, uh, the article sort of says it was a, an audition. So for the main role. So he basically he took over Tony Brown, who went to Japan with the national team, and he's taken over. Clark has taken over from the start of Super Rugby Trans Tasman. Yeah. Does that mean Tony Brown's not going to do it next year? So that means Tony Brown is not going to do it that year. So. Tony Brown is now with Japan till the World Cup. Oh, really? Yeah. That was so odd then, making Tony Brown head coach, when they knew that... See, I thought he would just come and go. So it said, uh, the Highlanders always viewed him as the man to take over from Tony Brown in 2023, when the latter will focus on Japan's... Oh, 
Oh, may, maybe. Maybe it is then. It's weird that he's just going to chop and change back and forth, back and forth, though, Tony Brown. Because yeah. surely Clark's going to go find another job. Yeah, not if he knows that after every kind of little bit he's going to get another go at it, another go at it, another go at it. But he's done bloody well. You know, well, I mean, has they, he done well or has he f- just followed on from what Tony Brown's done? Yeah, has Tony but, Brown, you know, because let's be honest, the Highlanders this year have been excellent. They have been. They've but beaten they have, the Crusaders. Yeah, but that was one the Cru- game. Yeah, they've beaten the Cru- but they've beaten lots of other teams as well. And now they went on a run of five. And you can't tell me that's Clark, uh, Clark, <laughs> I can't pronounce it either, Clark uh, Dermody. Uh, you can't tell me that's his good work that he's put in. He has just continued on. Yeah, but the five body weeks, work. you've got to, you've got to, you can, you can muck it up in five weeks. Oh, you can definitely muck it up in five weeks, yeah. You can definitely muck it up in five weeks. Um, but then I've, I've put just an outside bet here. Jamie Joseph and Tony Brown for the ABs. Well, I don't think we could do any worse. Uh, you know my thoughts on... Uh, Fozzie. And I think I would love to see Tony Brown involved. Mm. I'd love to see Jamie Joseph involved. But I'd love to see Scott Robinson involved as well. Question for you here about the Highlanders. What do you think they need to do to become really good? I was going to talk about this a bit later. I think they are really good. Obviously they they are really good, but... I think they, they lack in the midfield. Yeah. But other than that, they've got a very, very well-balanced team. They've got experience. Yeah, they do. They've got mana. They oh, have embraced the fact that they are... man. They, um, they've embraced the fact that they've come from all over the country. They're like yeah. a barbarians type thing. And that's how they play. Yeah, they do. What I mean, I, obviously what, more structured, but they do play with a bit more freedom, don't they? You look at you look at that Highlanders squad, and you say they're a pick a mix, you know. But some of them have been left in the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, definitely. People go and play there because I think this year because of Tony Brown, I think Aaron Smith, and I think that they've got this tradition and history of being a really good bunch of lads, and picking players. They've they've got a real astute ability to pick players with potential and then but also that'll fit in with the group because you know they've only got two current All Blacks so they've only got two current uh, Frizzell and Smith yeah that's all they've got and every other team's got a whole host of them you yeah know? they do yeah so they've done incredibly well but what I would say to you is who do you think's going to win on the weekend who would your money go on Money would have to go on the Blues. But where's it been played? Yeah, Eden Park. Yeah, the Blues. I I think that Highlanders are a good bet. Because you can you literally cannot replace Aaron Smith. And then Mitch Hunt's been good. Josh Ioani's been good this year. Nariki's been good. They've got some players there that you sit there and you go, these boys can play. Fords and then have been you look really and good. go Okay, the midfield isn't the strongest, no. but neither's the Auckland midfield. Mid midfield for the Highlanders. Yeah, Scott Gregory, <laughs> so good. You love Gregory. Anyway, we're going to get onto that a little bit later. 
Yes. But uh, What's my your last story, my last Mark? story again, I like this. So this is um, Jacques Nabely, who is the South African head coach. So Razi Erasmus is the director of rugby, and Jacques Nabely is the is the head coach. He originally has a background of being in the medical team. Yeah. Right. And but he but he obviously by doing that that role as being in the medical team, he was the guy who would be on the sideline. Oh, and then run on and and be able to coach the players from I the sideline. He's got his earpiece in, and apparently he is a very very astute uh, tactician. Okay, so Razi Erasmus obviously has picked up on this and said, right, well, I'll become sort of director of rugby yeah you lead the coach up and the great thing about this is he wasn't really that good at rugby you know and it just shows you don't need to Neither be good was at tony rugby. brown yeah well no tony brown was an all black mate <laughs> doesn't make him a good <laughs> well, no, all black. black but you look at some of the best coaches uh arsene wenger wasn't a great player jose Mourinho wasn't a great player well talk rugby talk rugby talk rugby yeah joe smith Mate, yeah. wanted to coach basketball. Did he? Graham Henry, won a great player. No. Steve Hansen never made the All Blacks. No. So it just shows you do not need to have played international rugby Leon to McDonald coach. didn't have a head. <laughs> but yeah, I just think it's fantastic. And what's nice to see is this is happening because, you know, for a long time, you couldn't coach internationally unless you played internationally was scott robinson a good player he was a good player was he though oh yes yeah but who did he play for did he play for the all blacks he, yeah he played for the all blacks played for the crusaders oh so he, he must stole have been the ball amazing off. i've told you my scott robinson story haven't i i've told you my scott yes robinson you have story. we don't need it i bunted it off brad thorne oh here we go yeah, i was so proud of myself so powerful all right i bunted him off I thought, there you go take that brad right and then he literally stole the ball off me like candy from a baby. Scott Robinson. Ruben and Thorne ran the length of the rubbish. field. Ruben Thorne. Was rubbish. Brad Thorne, mate. Brad oh, Thorne. Bra- you said Ruben Thorne. Did I say Ruben Thorne? I don't know. I apologise. Brad Thorne. Bushar. Boomfa. You bumped off Brad Thorne. I bumped off Brad no, Thorne. Did I did. I bumped off Brad Thorne. Was he in nappies? <laughs> He'd probably still eat you live in nappies. God, what a guy. I schooled him. I schooled Brad Thorne. Did you? But then I got the ball taken off me. He ran the length of the field and scored. So I felt. Was he quick? Uh, Razor. Yeah. Very quick. Oh, here we go. go you got he was some, an animal. You got some brown stuff on the nose. He was an animal, mate. mate. He was an absolute animal. The results. You go through the uh, premiership. Oh, yeah. Mate. The premiership was uh, exciting. Bit of COVID. COVID affected uh, this week. But anyway, Bath. Should have won this game by more. They are the underachievers. They won the game 30 points to 24. You know, they've got some good players. Who, Bath? Watson on the wing. They flatter to deceive, really. Exeter Chiefs, an incredibly tight match against Sale Sharks. How did Sales lose this one? Uh, and really, it was when Manu Tuolangi went off. Exeter got the ascendancy. Is he back playing now? He is, mate, and he played brilliantly. Did he? He's he, class he will player. make he will make the Lions squad. Someone will get injured. They'll do a 
Oh, have you got a sore calf muscle? Oh, Manu. <laughs> have you got a sore it... lower leg? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, have this pill. It's a blood gate. Number two. Uh, yeah, they're going to get him in. He's, he was unbelievable. 20 points to 19. Harlequins absolutely smashed Newcastle Falcons. Danny Kerr, class. Super rugby, yes, please. I reckon yeah. if I was a super where would, rugby, he, where would he go? Blues? Blues oh, don't have geez. a half back. It'd be awesome for the Blues. And, you know, there's a bit of a link there already with Joe Marchant yep. doing it. Get Danny Kieran. And I reckon there. he'd be keen. Take his family, reckon? New Zealand. Oh, living the dream. Living the dream, mate. Then there's Wasps versus Leicester. Leicester win that one, 38-31. They're back, back again. Leicester 12 months ago, or basically last season, were absolutely they dross, rubbish. They? Yep. And now they're They've back to being a, corner. a pretty decent side. Yeah, Over definitely. to you, mate. Right, well... Uh, oh, gosh, something's happened to my computer. Oh, no. Got it. Sorted it, man. I'm a tech whiz. I'm a tech whiz. Uh, the Chiefs had a fantastic win. You don't win. even know oh, what tech whiz go. means. Here we go. Are you finished? Yeah. Good. Uh, Chiefs had a good win against the Waratahs, 40 points to 7. Can I just say the game of two halves? Really, Razzler Dazzler was very happy. I'm sure. I'm sure he was very happy. Did you have it on video call? Oh, the Chiefs! Oh, Uh, Blues had they almost blew it. They could have blown it. Maybe it was twenty-eight nil. It was twenty-eight nil at half time. Twenty-eight nil. They got three points in the second. But boy, did they play well in that first half. Oh, so they were good. awesome. So good. You, mate, you've, you've not even mentioned the Chiefs. Well, I know you will, but five tries by a I know. Yeah, well, we're going to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we will talk about that. Uh, and then the Highlanders had another good win. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa hang on, whoa. hang on, hang whoa, on. Whoa, Highlanders whoa. had a good win uh, over the uh, Brumbies, 33-12. Yeah. Good second half. Very good second half. 19-0 second half. Yeah. Uh, Hurricanes... Had another good win, 43-14, and again, second half. Lamape. Oh. Signed as... My God. How? Uh, we'll talk about that later on. And then the Crusaders, uh, they won, but it was a bit bittersweet, wasn't it? 52-26. Uh, well, hang on, hang on. It was bitter for me, but sweet for you. Let me guess. <laughs> um, very consistent from the Crusaders, 26-26. Some fantastic tries. Some fantastic tries. How good's Moanga? Yeah, he missed touch so twice. It doesn't matter. He, no, how... you know, he did, it did, did matter. Oh, it did, it did matter. matter. You're right, it did. Yeah. But how good? Yeah, very good. Very good, yeah. I mean, they've been good to watch, the Crusaders. Uh, so the draw is the Blues versus the Highlanders. Uh, yeah, and the I'll Blues you, got obviously got home final because they, they finished top of the table on points difference. The Premiership, it's uh, Bristol v Har- uh, Harlequins. And I think that's a great match. Both these teams love to throw it round. Yeah. I think Bristol will win that one. Yeah. But Harlequins on their day, very exciting. Exeter Chiefs, Sale Sharks. This is the last match. Exeter Chiefs won by one point. Now, I would say AJ McGinty, who is the fly half for the Sale Sharks, looks like he's injured. That's a huge loss. And they don't really have anyone. To bring that, in, he's very good. Mm. The U- Barrett, USA mate. mate, USA fly off. Yeah, AJ McGinty talks with an Irish accent. Does he? Yeah, village. 
Mate, what caught your eye over what, the weekend? Why, Five tries. Oh, my God. <laughs> he didn't have to do much for any He didn't have to do much. You're right. He, good team tries. Good team tries. He, I mean, he still had to finish him. Still had to do a bit. <sighs> didn't have to do much. I reckon I could have scored Sean those. Stevenson. Oh, I love oh, him. He's going back. He's going forward. He's going sideways. Did you see? Which way are you going, man? Did you see the, the moment where he was going to pass to Wainui? But then fumbled it, regathered, and still got the pass yeah. away. No, he, he, don't you agree? Most underrated player in Super Rugby, Sean Stevenson. Sean Stevenson. Mm. No, um, Gatlin. He had some good passes. Yeah, I, I said that last week. He's he's got he's this over the top pass, good yeah. vision. But even you know he trust. He also there was one try where Wainui trusted the bounce of the ball, but it was almost like Gatlin passed it there he's like well i can't pass it all the way so i'm going to do a bounce pass yeah and it was it was perfect absolutely perfect so i have to say that was possibly the best i've seen the chiefs attack oh because so dangerous you've got a guy who scores five tries and probably four out of the five he's walked over the try line no one's touched him no one of the tries was was very good how he got there and, you know, very uh, impressive skills. But that shows they literally have manipulated the defence so much that they're just... Constant overlap. Constant overlap. Yeah. And uh, very, very impressive. You can't also forget about the fact that you've got Jacobson, who's playing out of his skin. Yeah. Uh, Sotokola, who's the um, the big eight. Number eight, yeah. Who's been fantastic. And the list... He scored, didn't he? ...goes on. Yeah. Well, I don't know, actually. Um, uh, a lot of people scored. A lot of people scored. Um, and then I've got Brumby's number 10. What a haircut. Have you seen that? Proper mud flap. Proper Australian mud flap. Young. Must, uh, and he has a Holden, doesn't he? He has a Holden ute, that oh. lad. <laughs> Holden ute. But also, good I player, bet actually. he's good got, kicker. He's got, you know, whichever you might mean, women falling over him. They don't care about that mud flap. He looks good with it, actually. It looks Let's horrific. Oh, nah. Give him some credit. That looks horrific. I'm just jealous because I, I can't pull off a mud flap. shave my hair. I do the mud, the flap, mud flap, but the wrong way. Like I go mud flap in the middle no, you, part. No, mate, you and don't. And then that bit shorter because I don't have as much. Mate, and you've, I try got and grow. Proper, you've got a proper five head. Shush. Imagine if I shaved my yeah, hair. Yeah, I would love to see it. In and fact, I had my mud flap. Could we do it for charity? We, I'd do it for charity, 100%. How much would you need? 700 pounds? <laughs> 300. <laughs> it wouldn't be your charity. <laughs> I would be the charity case. <laughs> uh, just to finish, though, Lamape, still so good. How can we not keep him? How did we not keep Village? Very, very Village. Uh, Blame Fozzie. Fozzie out, Lamape in. Bring, yeah, bring back Buck. Uh, yellow card. So the first yellow card in this game was Dan Gunu, I believe. Can I, um, before you go on, Yes, we're starting to catch up with the reds and yellows with the northern hemisphere now. Yeah. We've seen that, haven't we? We've seen this, nothing's a red, nothing's a yellow, you knock their head off. And now... It's like everything's a yellow, everything's a red. Damien McKenzie gets banned for three weeks. Um, I guess someone gets, someone's clearing someone out in a ruck, going from nowhere, just makes contact with the chin, red card. Mm. 
So we are catching up, but but arguably the Northern Hemisphere are starting to go back a little bit. Right. It's just very interesting how, it, how it's all working. Anyway, Dan Gunu, uh, he got yellow carded for being offside and then making a tackle. Cynical. Yeah, didn't he? That wasn't bad, nah, though, was it? Nah. So he was the tackler. Hard done by. Very hard done by, yeah. And then with the penalty try, so there was a penalty try and a yellow card. I don't think that try would have been scored, you know. Are you talking about so the, the penalty Reds, try was the Reds Red, Hurricanes game? Yeah, he knocked it back on the end goal on purpose. Yes. I don't think he would have got there. Okay, so, so in scored. that situation, for the listeners at home didn't watch the game, basically two guys going for the ball. Yeah. One guy goes, and rather than trying to place the ball down, he just knocks the ball dead. So the ruling of that, Tobes, is this. They take that player out of the equation. Yeah. So now it would be like one guy going for the ball on its own. I still don't think he would have got you there. You still don't think? Nah. I think he would have. Because they were both going for the ball. Yeah. So, you know, if Maybe, he wasn't well, there... to be fair, if he wasn't there, he wouldn't have actually had to dive so early. Yeah, okay, I get what you mean, yeah. So basically, when they have those situations, they yeah. say, you have... Okay. You, you're now taken out of the equation. Yeah. If you were not there... Would that guy have scored the try? Maybe, I think he maybe he would have. Yeah, no, you're right. Cheers, you're very mate. rarely right. Actually, Cheers, mate. But this, this time, yeah. What caught your eye, Mush? Wrong game plan for the Crusaders. The Highlanders got their game plan right. They played the long game. I'm sorry, but you're bagging the Crusaders. You're bagging the Crusaders because they didn't put more than sixty points behind someone. No, it's just not that at all. The last few games, they've tried to score four tries or three tries more than the opposition, and they've forgotten about their defence. They've tried to score every time they get the ball. They didn't need to. The Rebels are rubbish. All they needed to do was grind them down, right? And then That's they would have run away with it. Play. It is how they play. No. They play, they grind down teams. Obviously not in the Trans-Tasman. No, they just try to fling it and ying it from everywhere, and yeah. that's the reason why they got so many tries scored against them. Whereas the Highlanders, you look at that first half, they kept it tight, they they kicked a goal when they needed to, and then at the end of the game, they got their their uh, their winnings because they got one try up, another try up, and they maybe, they kept the points down. Whereas the Crusaders, maybe that's why I enjoy, I've enjoyed watching the Crusaders lately because they actually throw it around. They don't play boring dross. No, I do agree with that, but I'm just saying. They could have. They could have scored. They could have. They could have beaten them, thirty-four nil. But well, they didn't. They they went for that. Well, we're going to try and score fifty points, in the hope that you don't score that many. And it doesn't work like that. Well, I tell you what. If we look at going off what you've said, if we look at the second half performances from the other New Zealand teams. Yes, let's do now, that. Now let's go irrelevant. The Blues. Because they were on top anyway. Chiefs, 26 nil. Second half. Yes. Highlanders, 19 nil. Second half. Yeah. Hurricanes, 33 7. Second half. And then the Crusaders are 26 14. And it's that 14 that, is, that killed them. 
it's that 14 that killed him. And like you say, they're trying so hard to score tries from anywhere in our first phase, second phase, third phase, rather than playing that long game and doing what the Crusaders do best, keeping the forwards, grind, grind down, down the team. But also it's like you look at the stats about possession and the way that they've played, they've given so much possession to the opposition yeah. that they've gone without the ball for long periods of time, which means then that they've given them opportunities to score. They've taken those opportunities, which makes it harder and harder and harder for them. I just think that they got it wrong. I feel for you, Mush. I really don't. But as I say, the Highlanders played a great game. They got the bonus point late on. and They did, yeah. The, the Brumbies, I mean, one thing I have mentioned here, it's been a long season for the Oz teams, isn't it? You saw the Reds really fall off a cliff at the end in that last game. You saw the Brumbies have a good first half and then lose it. It's really only been the force that have been difficult to break down in that second half. You know, the Rebels have been easier um, to do as well and the Waratah as well. Crikey, they've um, they've really struggled this year. In fact, they have not won a game this whole calendar year, this um this whole season, Super season, which is dreadful. But I bet you they'll go and win it next year. Think about the Chiefs. They're not going to win it next year. No, they won't. But think about what the Chiefs did. <laughs> they'll do a lot better. Well, they have to. Yeah, they can't do any <laughs> There's worse. only one way. <laughs> There's only one way for them to go. Yeah, long season for the Aussie teams. There was a, a red card in the Tars game, and I've just put here, um, can you be aggressive in rugby anymore? Because it was a bit like the Swinston, uh, I think his name is Swinston, Lockie, anyway. But he's one of those abrasive characters. He's like a Dane Coles type. And he wasn't doing anything that was really dirty, but he was just Could literally, he was in a ruck, and then he kind of dislodged and then went on again and just... Bucky's bother. Bucky's bother. You know, oh. basically what I'm trying to say is, are though the days of those guys completely gone? And I'm going to say, yes, they are. They're, having someone like Dane Coles is a bit of a liability now. Yeah, no, I agree. Because he could get red carded. And then you're without him for the rest of the game. There's no niggly players. I think the niggly players now are the people that do it with their actions. And I mean by that stealing the ball, making good tackles, you know, that sort of thing, rather than being niggly in a way of but being I love overly a, aggressive. I love oh, a niggly player. No, so do I. So do I. But like you say, there's, they're, they're also, running out of room do, in do their you know game what, of rugby. I, I genuinely think people love someone that's a villain. You know, a pantomime is no good without a villain. Oh, but nah, well, Cody Taylor. No one likes Cody Taylor. No, he's a villain, mate. Yeah, no, no one likes Cody Taylor. Yeah, but you like the story. <laughs> you like when Cody Taylor gets smashed off the ball. Yes. And you go, yeah, come on. You know, it's something, isn't it? It's another it's edge. It's, it's like NFL. You need to hate someone. You know, you need to love players. You need to hate players. Yeah. And that gets those emotions running, those juices flowing. Like, everyone is loving the fact that Crusaders are not in the final. No, mate, I hate it. I've had a few emails, I've had a few tweets congratulating me on not making the final. That's all I've got to say, right? 
I rate that but, from our listeners. <laughs> really good from you, but what fellas. What I've got to say fellas. is, I, I get it, and that's why we all love rugby because yeah. if it's all like you know, oh, well done, you guys deserve that's it. That's really unlucky. You know, then it's not fun. Nope. We want to, we want to dislike people. But people like to gloat too, don't they? Absolutely. And people like to take the piss. Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> but when it happens to me, it's not as fun. But I take it. But it's not Damn as fun. Mate, when New Zealand lose to England, we take it. Oh, we, we take we it got big thrown time. over. What's bad is when it, what's <laughs> what's bad is when they you know when we lost the World Cup final in cricket. Oh, yeah, right. I was so angry. Right. I'd rather <laughs> the English people sort of laugh in your face, mm. right? But, but that didn't happen. No. They were like, oh, oh. You should have won that. Oh, I feel so bad. You're like, no, <laughs> you don't feel bad. I feel bad. This is what bad feels like. Oh, I, I, I was oh, in We're France almost apologising. I, I can't believe they, they made that mark up. You're like, oh, yeah, whatever. Gabdul. No, no, mate. Threw it in. Yeah, came off the bat. Went for four. Yeah, I know. It's not Guptill's fault. Well, he threw the ball. So it was yeah. the umpire's fault. Why? Because the technical rule is that shouldn't have been four runs. Oh, really? Yes. Because he threw the ball before they crossed, therefore making that additional run did it null and void. Oh, so the four would be no. Uh, mate, who cares? This is, this is not a cricket podcast. Well, it should be. <laughs> uh, I've got one more thing, mate. Right at the bottom. Why is it all the way down there? Uh, I've got here. More South African players from Sale have made the Super Rugby, um, the South African team, than from any home South African team. That is a real mouthful. So basically, the South African franchises, right, the best team being the Bulls, who yeah. won Super Rugby Unlocked. Unlocked, have got less players in the in the South African squad than Sale. That just makes a bit of a mockery of it, doesn't it? I think it does, doesn't it? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sale's what a great team they've oh, for sure, collected. yeah. But I mean, is it a good sign for South Africa that all of them are leaving? All of them have have left, not leaving, they've yeah. left. Yeah, true, yeah. Um, but also, is it a good thing for the South African rugby that you've got so many South Africans playing overseas, not supporting their Lo- own country? Local clubs. Mm. Imagine if that was New Zealand or Australia, how how difficult it would be. Well, imagine the criticism they'd get. Imagine the money they'd get, though. Lots. Lots of money. Lots. Have you got anything else, mate, caught your eye? No, that's it. Let's go listeners' questions. Listeners' questions. Do you want to read that one from, it's Brian Wood. Brian McHugh. Brian Wood. Hi, guys. Love the pod. Been listening for a while, and today is my first question to you, so I hope you can answer it. Damien. No, let's not answer it. (laughs) (laughs) You've been talking, excuse me, over the last few weeks that the England English Premiership is starting to become good to watch. Well, he's wrong. Uh, moving forward, do you see this competition competing with Super Rugby on an entertainment level? So, 
He's pretty much asking, do you think Premiership will be the same or better than Super Rugby? Entertainment-wise, so viewing-wise. It could be. Oh, yuck. Um, I hate that. No, hang on. No, hang on. Let me finish. I Let that. me finish, big fella. I think it could be, but I don't Brian think it will be. Sincere. I don't think it will be, but I think it could be. They've got the talent, though, don't they? They've got the players. They've got the talent. They've got the grounds now. But the problem is they don't have the weather. The no, reason yeah. why it's been so good this year is because they've been playing out of their normal season. Yeah. And they've been basically playing summer rugby. Yeah, they have. And they've been able to fling it and they ying it. And those players with lots of skill have been able to use that skill. But let's be honest to say that... In a normal year. In a normal year, they'll be playing most of their rugby in wet, muddy, cold conditions with a bunch of overseas players who've never experienced that before. And it's a long old season, so therefore... Injuries... Playing second teams while other competitions are going on. Yeah. <clears throat> it's not conducive to being a spectacle in the long term. Super no. rugby is short, fast, and because of that, you get this, you know, whirlwind of talent on show for a short amount of time. Yeah. Whereas in the premiership, it's a long, drawn out season. I think they need to change the format, but I don't think they will. They need to move the rugby so that they're playing in the same period of time that we are now. They're not going to do that. So my answer is it's been great this year. I've enjoyed watching Harlequins, Northampton Saints, Bristol Bears. They're excellent. But I don't see that being the norm. Do you think they should split the competition into two tables? They, They all play each other in those two tables. And then the top four go into a semi-final. I mean, that's one way so to do it. So two groups of six. One way to do it. The other one is to join the Pro 14 and the Premiership together. God, that's a long one. And, uh, and, then they and, having two, two. and having two tiers, like they do with the Mighty Ten Cup, right. where they have uh, a Premiership. No, but they still, play, they still play between the two. I know they still play between the two. But there's some organisation. No, I don't like that. No, I don't like it either, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that they, they do need to do something. Yeah. Because it's just too long. But that's what the sponsors like. like. The team. They like it too because. Long. <laughs> they like it because um, it's opportunity for sponsors. So yeah. they want oh, the long yeah. season. Definitely. They want loads of games. Oh, yeah. They get, how much money would they get from TV rights? Yeah. Huge. So, you know, but. Uh, so. Uh, Brian, great question. It was a good question. Could be, should be, but won't, won't. be. Mm. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. The other thing is, is the French, with all the money they're going to have or do have now, I think you're going to see more and more top quality players like Semiran Raja, Charles Piatau, uh, Fiki Toa, not coming to England like they were before, but going straight to France as well. So, yeah, I agree. You know, whereas at the moment, arguably, you've got some of the best talent in the world. Some of that talent will go overseas. Yeah, to get the big money. Definitely, especially the Kiwis and Aussies and Tongans and Fijians. Especially when they're coming to sort of the last couple of years of their playing career. Yeah, they're, they're coming over to make money. Yeah, yeah, they're coming over to make money. Right, mate. My question to you: 
You've played on both of these surfaces. Oh God! What a terrible question. Can we all I, just can we all acknowledge I, that before I, <laughs> we started the podcast, Toby looked at me and went, "Oh God, Damo, I haven't got a question ready for you." So this is what he's come up with. Mm. That's actually not a bad question. You, yeah, go on. You've mate. played on both surfaces. But which do you prefer, grass or 4G? Now, people who don't know what 4G means, it's an artificial... Plastic pitch. It's an artificial plastic pitch, which either has rubber... Crumb. Ru- rubber crumb, yeah. I think there's a couple of things to mention. It's, there's good quality 4Gs and there's bad quality 4Gs. Yeah, definitely. So if you're playing on a brand new, and I, I say this, brand new 4G, it's really good. If you're playing on that 4G in two, three years' time, mm. it's not very nice. Well, it needs to be almost vacuumed and re-crumbed, doesn't it? It's not that the blades of grass fall over. Oh, okay. And yeah. they don't they they don't keep popping back up. No. So when they're up and all that rubber crumbs on the bottom, it's great. Yeah. But no, I mean grass. But when they're down, mate, we've all heard it before, haven't we? Mate, when you're when up, you're up. Good. <laughs> when, you, when it's up it's, and it's all working. Happy days. As someone said, make hay while the sun shines. Yeah. That's all I've got to say, because when you get older, it's down a lot more than it's up. May, oh, wow. But it's true. 4G when it's older. Do you know what? 4G when it's older is permanently down. You know who, wow. You know when we went to Dubai? Yes. How lovely was that pitch? Yeah, It I was mean, like a carpet. What I would love is, is it's like Twickenham where it's a hybrid. And yeah. Now, I know this is getting really technical. Well, what they do... You love it, eh? I do love it. Isn't Twickenham, they inject the grass. Well, they do it in all pretty much all of the Premier League yeah. football pitches. Yes. So they inject the grass with, I think, about 30% synthetic fibres. And what then happens is the grass wraps itself around yeah. the synthetic fibres, making it really difficult and really strong. And also, the synthetic fibres allow more water to drain through as well. So, this hybrid pitches are the way forward big time. But they're so expensive. Yeah, they will be, won't they? To do. So, grass all day of the week. Now, if you said to me, what would I rather play on? A mud bowl oh. school pitch or a 4G? Again, if it's a good 4G, without question, but there's so many bad 4Gs out there. You just rip your legs to pieces. Oh, carpet burn, eh? Carpet burn. Oh. Yeah. No, and then you find these black little <laughs> crumbs everywhere. Uh, weeks after. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Where Where's that? that? Come from? Where's that come from? <laughs> As she pops up. <laughs> oh, brilliant! I got a question for you. What's that, Mush? Why do you feel New Zealand has been so slow mm. to have a female ref in charge of a Super Rugby match? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe they're just not good enough. Maybe they're not capable enough. But I, I'm not sure that's true, you know. I genuinely think that there's a bit of, there's a bit of old boys network in there. Yeah, I agree. I genuinely think, you know, they've got to bite the bullet, don't they? Yeah, they do. The only reason why they're doing it is because South Africa have done it and Australia have done it. And now New Zealand are starting to think, well, maybe we need to do it too. But they haven't. But they haven't yet. No. You would have thought they would. They had a perfect opportunity. 
this year. I think might of 10, it's going to happen at might of 10. Yeah, but... Yeah, it should happen, but it hasn't happened at super rugby level. I'd love to... I, want, I wonder... Imagine if they're going to pull out the final. You know, oh, like wow. The first game wing. for a female referee in charge is the final. I'm sure she'd do a great job. Yeah, absolutely. International matches. Who's going to be that? Yeah, now that is interesting, isn't it? Because uh, we're talking about the creme de la creme of referees around the world. Yeah. So you need to have a number of female referees to give them a chance of being the creme de la creme. Definitely. You know, if at the moment there's only one or two, mm. then that becomes incredibly difficult to get them an international gig. Yeah. Yeah. Time will tell, mate. Time, Time will, tell. will tell. Right, well, what's our finishing off? What are we doing? We're going play of the week. Oh. So my ones, why Nui's five tries. Brilliant. Right. Braden Enor dropping the ball, right? Braden Enor dropping the ball with no one in front of him, which cost us the final. <laughs> Richie Mwanga's numerous line breaks, quality, oh, absolute quality. Class. Do Was you... it Lamape? Could oh. have been Lamape and his barnstorming runs. Well, you mentioned that um, Geordie Barrett had a good game and he was breaking the line constantly. <gasps> he was. I mean, he Geordie was, Barrett was, was was awesome on the weekend. <laughs> he was, he? was he? awesome on the week. After yeah. that shocker, yes. and the Razzler, the Dazzler, back. has enjoyed that. And we enjoyed it yes, too. Yes, we did, yeah. But then he's come out and he, he says, Damo, Tobes, the Razzler, Dazzler, in your face. Yeah, literally. Absolutely. Literally. It was awesome. Why Nui's tries? How many of those tries do you think you could have scored? Four. Yeah. Four. They were that simple, weren't they? They were that simple, yeah. But you've got one, I think, that trumps yes. everything that we've got. Yes, I do. Uh, Scott Gregory getting filled in. <laughs> <laughs> what a hit, though. You mentioned Icky, the Icky name. Tower. Icky Tower, yeah. Beats Brumbies. 12. 12, yeah. Who I think's made the squad for the um, Aussie team. Oh, has he? Good. Yes. Well. Hunter Paisami, though. Is he still injured? No, he's he's fine, mate. Right. He's just doing the injuring. But anyway, Scott Gregory. Absolutely got Absolutely hammered. There's a, there's a program in Australia called Rugby Heaven, and they have, like, the big hits board. Right. He'll go to number yes. one. Yes. He'll go to number one. Good show, actually, that Is it? rugby heaven, yeah. Smashed him, bro, in New Zealand. Smashed him, bro. Yeah. That was good, wasn't it? That. See, that's why we love rugby. Yes. Because we've got Scott Gregory that we love to hate. Yes. We've got Geordie Barrett, who we love to hate. Yeah. We've got Owen Farrell, who we love to hate. We don't hate him. And good guy, good guy. Very really good guy, good yeah. Guy. Sorry, what was so I saying? So we've heard. Ooh. So we've um, heard. <laughs> Silly but us. they are the villains that you enjoy yes. when they get filled in. Yeah, And definitely. there he goes, Scott yeah. Gregory. Boom. <laughs> Boomfa. Me, oh my, oh boy. Boomfa. He really did get done did. over the, yeah, like a great. dog's dinner. <laughs> did you uh, rewind? Rewind a few times. <laughs> Slow-mo. <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. I'll try and find it on uh, the Twitter and retweet that bad boy, Scott Gregory, getting filled in. Mate, as always, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's 
been it's been brilliant entertaining the listeners with your dulcet tones Don't on a weekly basis. Like, subscribe, share. Now we have our reviews. We have got a podcast next week because we? it's the final. Yes, but we might take a couple of weeks off. Yeah, because you know, although I love spending time with the young man that's next to me. We might have COVID in the midst, mate. We might have COVID. We're going to have lots on at school. So we're going to take a couple of weeks just to uh, regather some gas and energy. Regather the love for rugby. But then we'll be back for the Lions and we'll be back for the internationals and all those things. But I also have to make an apology. Uh, We had a listener email in and say to us, you know, what's happening with the All Black selection? And I said, yeah, well, they're going to have the North versus South game. And then they'll, no, they're not doing that, are they? <laughs> of course they're not. <laughs> I told you they were. No. <laughs> so Brilliant. they're playing the final and then they're announcing the team. Yeah. So I was wrong. And as I said then, I would be stood corrected. I'm standing corrected. <laughs> Eating my words. Yeah, I apologise. Why are they not doing that, though? Like, seriously, that know. was, you know, north versus south. It was really good last year. Yeah. It just annoys me. Yeah. annoys me that they do these things, and it's brilliant. And then we think, oh, I hope they do that every year, and they go, oh, no, it doesn't fit into the calendar. Don't M- play Tonga. Make it fit into Don't the calendar. Don't play Tonga. Don't play them. That'd be good. But also, north it's South. New Zealand rugby giving back to the community in a way, isn't it? As in playing Tonga. Tonga are going to make quite a bit of money out of this, surely. Well, we'll play Tonga then, but play them once rather than twice. Yeah, true. True. What? Yeah, what's the point? There's no Fiki Tower and Peartau playing for Tonga. Yeah. They've got half the team on sevens probably. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, not going to be It's not going to be pretty. No. Is it? You could put out a... New Zealand C team and play the North versus South at the same time. Yeah. Might be a good game. Mate, as always. It's been a pleasure. Until next time. Sayonara. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.